0: 2468 podcast. I am the host Brandon, and today we're going to talk about the descent into madness and how you it's something you have to go through um, to become an individual um, in, in the world. Um, Based off like Nietzsche and Jordan Peterson, and my own experience. Um, Jordan Peterson talks a lot about the rebirth, um, you know, descent into chaos, and basically the hero's journey, the descent into chaos, and, you know, being transformed by that. Um, and that is very true. It is uh It's amazing It's scary It's It's <laughs> I mean Told me Died I Couldn't be any Happier But It's not, not saying it was easy It's uh thought I was losing my mind and I guess that's the point so let's get into that story I was 24 and I've been working a lot a lot a lot I mean I was f- probably putting in 60 80 hours like every week minimum minimal um you know I was uh, I think my most hours I got in a week was like, like over a hundred, hundred, it's like ridiculous, but I didn't have necessarily the, uh, normal job, um, for hours wise, um, I'm not going to say what I did today, but, um, anyway, I was working night shift and on overtime. And so I went in And uh, like everything was normal You know It was a very cold winter day In Cleveland And uh I'm sitting in my office After a meeting and what And what And I just hear these people That were co coworkers, Just talking shit I mean it sounded like it was right outside uh the door and and (laughs) it wasn't (laughs) I checked and I actually uh, looked at I was in a hangar so I look across the hangar and uh, you know there's the three voices I heard but there's no way that that was them you know and you know they're talking shit and um, it I mean, it kind of freaked me out a little bit, but, so that's that, <laughs> um, and, and I should add, one of the mentioned, one of the guys, uh, was a contractor, so he was new, and it was just very sketchy to me, and, uh, I don't know, it was just weird, it was, the whole, everything was weird about this, you know, um. So anyway, I started hearing, you know, hearing it real bad, like, uh, so I went to my supervisor and told him that I had, I didn't feel good, and it was, I, was, I was on overtime anyway, so it didn't really matter, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so I left, and I'm sitting in my car, falling, because Within an hour, um, there was ice. Just, it was terrible. It was a very cold day. And uh, so I'm sitting in there, and, and my windows are de- thawing out. Um, and I'm looking in my rear view mirror, and to the right of me, where my building was. Uh, and the building was all glass. And it's like, I'm seeing people. They're like, uh, in the glass, you know? It looks like they're on the other side. It's like weird tent, reflection type shit. But you could barely see through. But I've seen like the outlines of people, like they're in there crouching under the the wall and peeking out. And in my rear view mirror it's like there was a fence and it looked like there was about five or six like armed you know like uh like, they look, almost look like swat officers you know and uh i'm like yeah yeah this is all in my head this is crazy <laughs> which it was and uh so i'm driving home and on the highway just like boom, run out of gas. <laughs> Luckily, I was right there at an exit and was able to coast off. And I was ended up right across the street from a gas station, but uh, I didn't have a gas station ga- a gas can, so I had to uh, buy that <laughs> for like fifteen dollars. That was terrible. And uh, so yeah. Anyway, I fill up and i'm driving home like i had a, about a 45 minute drive and uh i have the radio it was it was on an am station and it was uh like there was nothing you know broadcasted over that, it was an empty station just kind of staticky and I'm hearing uh, like I just hear like, voice of a guy that trained me for my position, my job, and I, I or really look up to him. And uh, it's like I don't, like I heard him over the radio basically saying, uh, he said, "Don't don't give in to it. Uh, you're gonna make it through it. It's gonna be hard, but." you know, you're gonna make it through it, it's clear as shit, crazy, <laughs> and, uh, I was, you know, a little weirded out by that, and, uh, so I get home, and I was in, living in apartments, and there are big apartment buildings, there was about five or six of them in a big oval, um, like so, there was they're all across from each other. Like each apartment had a matching one across the way in the big uh, parking lot. And uh, for some reason, all the parking spots were taken where I normally park. So I had to park around the side, way far away, which I thought was weird. There was there. Normally, wasn't that many cars in there, but this place was packed. And if everything was a sheet of ice. It was terrible. So, I get up in my apartment and I start playing some some NBA 2K. <laughs> and uh, I just can't, I couldn't, couldn't do that. I was just out of it. And so, I'm about to smoke a cigarette and I'm looking up at the sky. And then I look across to the apartment that's, uh. That was. It wasn't the one that was right directly across from me, but it was like. I don't know. So, like 2, two o'clock. 3 o'clock. Away. And, uh. There was a blue. Laser beam. Like. Pointed right directly at my apartment from from the apartment on the same floor and <laughs> so i thought i'm like okay that's weird <laughs> so i'm looking up at the sky and it's like i was the, the stars were very clear that night Bright, but then I'm like, I see it moving, and I'm like, Oh no, that's this just my eyes, and uh, like this, you know, or a plane or something. But you no, know, I, don't, I don't see, like, I can only describe it as like fiber optic know what that looks like it's a how it reflects light and and the tips kind of glow different colors it was like that on a drone like a quad drone it was like a quad drone with hair kind of dangling down when the hair was like you know fiber optic Then all of a sudden, there's like eight of them, you know. And then there was probably 30 of them, you know, scattered. Not really scattered, kind of in the same place. And they all separate and land on each of the apartments. Uh, there's some in the sky still, but I was, I was, I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm, I need to get some sleep or something, so I go back inside, and then (laughs) the voices just went crazy. I mean, they're basically saying, "We're gonna kick in your door. We're gonna, you know, talking shit about me, personal stuff." And it was from a whole bunch of voices, not even all talking shit, but, just weird phrases, and I can't really recall exactly what, but, and then I'm looking through the blinds on my patio, and there's like a green, green holograms of faces between each crack, like, like their face was pressed up through it. mouse are just moving, talking, and it's like I'm hearing every single voice that matches up to the face of each of these, it's very strange, <laughs> and this went on for a while, and then I look outside, and I see a local cop, and he's just kind of sitting in the parking lot, not thinking nothing of it, you know? And eventually, to there's two. Okay, this is weird. Who, who are they hunt down? <sighs> so, i hell. Getting smoking a cigarette out on the patio, <laughs> so I will go back in, and then the voice got even worse. And I look outside, and the parking lot is completely empty, no cars. So I had trouble finding a parking spot. Now they're gone, right? And then I see the United States Department of Defense swarm in with tanks, like not tanks, but Humvees suvs and swarm into the parking lot and then they you know guys got out of their car or whatever vehicle and kind of hid behind the, you know like they would like they would do like a hostage or something you know getting get, get ready surrounded and the, i mean they flew in like you know just <laughs> but in my head, you know, I'm just kind of observing. You know, I'm not really freaking out or nothing. Because I kind of knew something weird was going on, you know. And (laughs) I just had to go through it. But, But then I look out, and there was a tree right out front of my apartment. And in that tree was a body kind of like in the limbs uh, you know, kind of spread out definitely, you know, dead but at the bottom of the tree there was what looked like a shaman wearing a black robe the mask on hood up had an altar with his arms out and that really I I didn't know what that was until later and when I started studying philosophy and spirituality and whatnot, mythology and it kind of reminded me of well not now of the story of woden odin of norse mythology when he hangs from a tree the tree of life yagrasil yagrasil whatever and hangs there for 7 days or something like that and he's got a spear <laughs> in, in his gut and because he, said he wants to sacrifice himself for the runes and he's, he's hanging up there and right before he dies he gives it one last arch of his back and that's when he sees the runes in the water reflecting back at him and that he got to share with everybody the wisdom I thought it was very similar to that um, also goes with the death and rebirth sacrificing self for what you could be and you know a spiritual death and rebirth Journey. And and I was like that till till morning, like weird shit like that happening. I remember googling at that time um, uh, what was kind of going on, you know, oh, it's like drones and holograms and all that shit a web page popping up, and I tried searching it the next day, and I could, it wouldn't pop up. But basically, because it was the first thing on Google when I searched like that, I was like, uh, I don't think I even searched Blue Project Blue Beam or anything like that, but that's what popped up. And I had holograms and drones and shit, and uh, basically had a drawing of basically what I seen had a description of it, kinda, and basically kind of went over the whole Project Blue Beam. And, uh, at the bottom it said, uh, what second, it say, like, stop smoking meth. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I didn't know what to think of that. And <laughs> so... I couldn't sleep. I was in psychosis or some shit. I'm looking out my window. It was Asian again. And it wasn't like I knew the Asian guys that stayed in in the apartments there. I see them every day. And he wasn't one of them. looked different, his demeanor was different, Uh, skin tone was different, Um, but I, I just looked out my window of my bedroom, I was facing the parking lot also, and it was just looking right back at me, like, as soon as I peeked through the blinds, I didn't peek through the blinds, I just pulled them all the way open. He was just like staring. And then he just smiled at me, gave me a head nod, and then walked somewhere. He was in like a light jacket. It wasn't... He wasn't dressed for the weather. just walked off basically it was like a nod of like yeah you did it Like he he knew what what I just went through it's weird, very strange (laughs) I, I keep saying that but it was but the next year of my life The same person. I mean, I grew out of myself, and it was—it happened. You know, maybe that was my subconscious trying to, you know, make sure that I I go in that direction instead of going elsewhere. Uh, Like studied philosophy, started with like Alan Watts, and. Jordan Peterson and Jordan Peterson got me to Nietzsche and Nietzsche and, um, and Carl Jung. But when I, when I learned about the the shadow what that like I got I I remember getting chills and just like all this stuff these guys were saying, it was like my thoughts Put in articulated. Like I felt I, I every single word, and maybe maybe it was schizophrenia. Maybe it was a volunteer, voluntarily, vol- voluntarily descending into madness getting lost, just to find my way home, but it was worth it, so if you find yourself in that same situation, fight, get out of it, like, I mean fight like physical, unless that's needed, but this ain't a physical fight you just look like a madman. You gotta come to your senses. Realize what's going on, what's happening. And study that motherfucker. Grow.